The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back for me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to More To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then we journey to those deeper conversations, always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally, that dude. And today I want to start off like always, thanking y'all for the reviews, subscriptions, five-star ratings, inquiries into MarcelSwally.com, projecttransition.org. That's the foundation. That's on amplification and joining the membership program on YouTube. Yep. Go to my channel, join the membership program, get all that love. Oh, y'all can be one of that dude's dudes, that dude's divas. We got teammates, we got starters, we got all-stars, we got Hall of Famers. It's going down over there. But right now, let me let you know what's going down with, what's up with that dude? Well, yes, uh, football practice without my assistant head coach. Uh, He made it through one week, uh, my famous assistant head coach by the name of Reggie Bush. (laughs) And that's two more weeks than I thought he would make it. Oh, without interruption. I'm clowning, but I'm serious, damn it. Uh, Reggie ain't going to be there. Um, no football practice. I get it for him. Um, it's crazy because he ain't the only star that's missing. My boy, MJ. Yeah, man, because he's sick. Got to hold him out of practice. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi MJ. <laughs> Can't let him practice. Nah, man. Uh, once you throw up, we all know what that does to your system and how it affects you, especially at that age. And this house is full of Pedialyte now. That's one thing. You come over our house, you be like, do these kids know English? Because all you're going to hear is little ones, especially Olivia. Can I do Pedialyte water? <laughs> what did she say? I thought she said somebody's daughter. Nah, Pedialyte water. And she just loves Pedialyte. And she bounces like she drinks a lot of Pedialyte. Like that girl stay on her tippy toes. She ain't just on the balls of her feet. Her tippy toes. So we'll see what type of athlete that is but um yeah gotta still coach still dedicate it's crazy because i go out there i ain't gonna lie i was like damn mj ain't practicing what the hell i'm out here about to coach <laughs> i was like man these other kids need this right uh this is gonna be funny because other kids actually get the reps as well because when mj's there i use them not only in the starting role but uh 
as a teaching role because he knows everything that I'm about to say because I run things through him. I literally do. I sit there in the bed with my boy. We'd be walking around. I'd just be like, what happened if I ran this play and then you reversed it and then you threw it back to him and then he ran outside? What would you do? He'd be like, Daddy, I just want some ice cream. <laughs> Stop running plays through me. Uh, but he's my scratch paper, as I say. So he knows all that. But um, it's all good. We're going to get my boy Fatback back. Uh, Fatback, if y'all don't know him, it's hard to say y'all don't know him because everybody seems like every time I'm around this dude knows Damian Marzette. That's my boy Fatback. Anyway, he's also been my assistant coach for the last couple of years. His son and him weren't there week one. Now they're back. Basically, our team is the same as last year. We added a bunch of new pieces. A lot of guys who don't know football just yet. I'll work through it. I'll work on them. We're going to get there. And then Reggie's son, Uriah, who's a beast. Um, yeah, championship team that got loaded. We'll see how we do. Expectations are high. Um, other than that, man, oh, man, just trying to figure out everything with this damn Clippers team, see how we're going to play because we undermanned, damn it. All our stars just wait for us time to shine and then be like oh wait a minute i'm not plugged in wait a minute need some batteries i'm like damn what's wrong with this team every single time we got problems when it matters so uh just been dealing with that and um hanging with the fan band man hope you guys out there loving life let's get into this story because this story whoo got a few players not loving life nfl players suspended for mobile betting but not all of them bet on the nfl game let's talk through it we know rules are in place. And one thing I learned, because I had to have a meeting with our school the other day, um, the rules can't have exceptions when it comes to large groups. And you know why they can't have exceptions? Because then it gets into favoritism. Why are you making an exception? Ooh, I got hit with that. And I love that. I love the fact that they even brought that up because I was like, everyone always walks around saying, you know, there's the exception to the rule. But it's like, well, then is it really a rule? And if you are making an exception, why do they get the exception and not them? Hmm. Well, NFL is not even going through that process. Uh, they went out there with Detroit Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill and found out the hard way that they're one of the five players being suspended for violating the league's gambling policy. And, yep, the NFL ain't making no exceptions. What set Williams and Berryhill apart, though, is that they received their suspensions by placing mobile bets while at a team facility, while the other three received season-long suspensions because uh, they gambled on NFL games, right? Which the league prohibits of both. These guys got six game suspensions but just placing mobile bets while at the team facility. Oh, interesting. Y'all in trouble. <laughs> Let's talk about it. The NFL has this rule called, uh, quote, let me say it. NFL personnel shall not engage in any form of gambling while in any club or league setting, including without limitation. Here we go with that legal speak. <laughs> Try to cover every base. Bases that don't even exist. Here we go. Locker rooms, practice or office facilities, team buses, trains, trains. What the? What NFL? <laughs> Green Bay versus Minnesota. You know what? It's not that far, y'all. Let's take the train. They probably do. Flights or hotels or while traveling on club or league business. For clarity, playing cards 
or other casino type games is permitted as long as nothing of value is wagered. <laughs> y'all can play Connect Four, but don't y'all bet. <laughs> it's stupid. NFL know damn well this rule is not being properly enforced, not universally enforced, I should say. Sports betting we know is legal in more than 30 states and more states to follow. And the mobile apps people use to place those bets, and they're on the palm. They're in your palms. They're on your phones. Uh-oh, here we go. Now we got a problem. Because the NFL is basically now ventured into the land of what are you doing on your phone on team property, right? Because it's not all just gambling. Guys are on their phone. But the NFL said you can't gamble on our property with your phone. And some people are pushing back saying, basically, you can't tell me what to do on my phone if I'm not gambling on an NFL game. I'm just gambling on something else. Get it? Because if you're not on the property, gamble on what you want, but not an NFL game. But if you're on the property, you can't gamble at all. Ooh, that blurred line of privacy (laughs) is happening right now. It's crazy because, all right, let's just go to the part where they were like, don't gamble on our property. Team flights are casinos in the air. I mean, it's insane. Cats be out there getting it in on them team flights. But it's a rule. Doesn't mean that you can't do it. Means don't get caught. Like every other rule. Rules are there. So if we ever want to enforce it, oh, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. Right? I laugh because I see jaywalking. You ever see somebody get a jaywalking ticket? I'm like, damn. That's what we doing now. We petty criming. We out here petty whopping. Yep, they'll do it. They'll 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 get you with a ticket for a, a jaywalk. I hate when I get like a speeding ticket and it's like four or five, and they're supposed to give you that grace. I heard of five to seven miles an hour, and it's four or five. I've gotten that speeding ticket before. It's not a time to argue, but you feel like arguing like a mug, right? You're like, what the? Oh man, you know, driving while texting. I got that ticket recently while I was at the light, like leaving the light though. Wheels were in motion, but like at seven miles an hour. And I got caught slipping with that. What do you do when it's a blurred line rule, but it's a rule and you violate it? These players right here, they really have nothing to say. One, why are you gambling on team property? This is why the NFL can't have this in violation. The NFL knows that if the player goes out there and violates this rule, perception says it's too close to the NFL, which is too close to the product. They're really having this rule in place because they don't want y'all to even think with inside information or people on the outside say, wait a minute, he was at the facility. Even though he didn't bet on the NFL game, it's still a sports facility. Now he can transfer information. Maybe he got some inside scoop, something of that magnitude. Just, you know what? We don't want anything to do with it. We want it clear and present danger all eliminated, right? Anything that looks like sports betting, no, sir, not us. And I'm with the NFL on that one. I'm not with the players on that one. That's a simple one. Like get in your car, drive two blocks, and hit the damn send button and get your money going. <laughs> like it's just, you know, we don't know all rules now. I'm not trying to clown these guys because shoot, sometimes you may think, oh, I ain't been on the NFL game. I'm good. But after Calvin Ridley, I think I would have did a little venture into what's legal and what's not because he got shut down and if he got shut down and you a gambler i think you got to know what gambling rules are in place right simple as that you can't be sitting there saying ignorance is your excuse because ignorance is no excuse so these situations right here the nfl players had to come down and fall down because of the nfl's rule and they came down with a heavy hand six 
half the season gone, six game suspension, basically a third of it almost. Um, and then you talk about the guys who lost their entire season. Now y'all betting on games. Y'all got to go. <laughs> it's just crazy. How y'all feel about the sports betting? Y'all getting it in? It looks like it. The numbers are there. Cats are gambling. Um, but the players, like, I guess, you know, got to get your money on. Oh, when I played, we just went to Vegas. Like, and then we were on the team playing. But this whole, it's in your, it's in your hand. It's on your phone. It's on your app. It's in your palm. It's like, damn, it's tempting, I guess, right? And these cats are going down. What has it been two years? We got six guys already that I can count. Yay! Y'all better watch it, dog. All money ain't good money. Let's talk about all money ain't good money. How about somebody just pay some money? Antonio Brown. Cops were ordered to arrest the ex-NFL baller. Man, over, guess what, y'all? Unpaid child support. Ain't that a... He's a wanted man again, right? This is not the first time he's been in this situation before over unpaid child support as well. Their court documents order was issued after Brown had allegedly ducked payments been required to make on his ex. Her name is Wiltress Jackson. Wiltress. God, dog. She, whoo, she ain't from the South. Like her family, her family from Shreveport. Wiltress? Didn't they know she was going to grow up and her name is going to still be Wiltress? That's her name. Oh, man. He could be released from custody if he pays $30,000, which the Florida judge ruled towards his unpaid child support. Okay, this has happened a couple of times over the last few years where there's been arrest warrants for him, including that one time that domestic battery incident. We get it. Okay, but the victim in that one recanted her story. What's going on with Antonio Brown? Man, y'all know we don't know. <laughs> Let's start there. Grandma said, can't make sense out of nonsense. Um, What I hate, and I ain't saying I'm sad, I hate. It's when the kids get affected. What I hate is when we keep the generational curse alive. And that generational curse is for anybody who is going to have to be raised in a broken home, not the nuclear family, and then being raised with these type of adverse issues. Uh, daddy not there, then daddy not showing in full desire, the desire to be there or have all the love he can in his place, right? Mm, can't stand that. Because then we wonder where the society is going. We wonder where these kids going to go. We wonder why these kids turn out the way they do when these are the seeds that we're planting in their life. Crazy, man. Come on, y'all. And it's, I understand the spite angle. See, I'm not trying to come down so heavy-handed on Antonio, even though I hate this. It's because a lot of times you think that your only recourse to get proper visitation, proper respect in the relationship, to have your principles actually respected and acknowledged when the kid's not with you is to play with the money, right? You got to act funny with the money. And I, 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 trust me, I was tempted to do it my damn self with my baby mama. And I was like, nope, because the end result of this is not me getting anything and leverage over my baby mama. It's me hurting my child. And that's how it goes. Your child is the one that's affected. Your child's going to be the one that's going down and having these problems because once you affect the mama and the mama has custody, right? And the child doesn't get what it needs and doesn't get what the mama desires, even if that's not what the child needs. Just the child doesn't get everything it needs and wants. Mama doesn't get everything she needs and wants. Do you know what that environment looks like? And you're not there. You just went over there, made your statement through action, through words, 
through discussion, through argument, and then let them be. It festers. And once it festers, it gets out of control. And it's a problem. And it's all going to land on your child's lap. Yep. Whether it's through resentment, whether it's through agitation, whether it's through the mama so mad at you that, what you want? Just snapping at the kid. What you want? Just mad that that kid is a representation of you, right? Mm, Got to think through all those things, man. That's why it's so important, man, that you really take the high road. And I know that everybody wants to rent on the high road, but own on the low road, right? Because you want somebody to respect you to the fullest. Well, that goes both ways and it's mutual. In a situation like this, man, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown getting arrested. That's going to happen, right? And then what's going to happen? Then the child's going to know this. The child's going to feel this. The child's going to have to deal with this. The mom's going to know this. The mom's going to take this out in some form or fashion. And then it's just one ugly conundrum. That's what we're trying to avoid here. So, man, I saw this headline. I said, damn, Antonio, you all right? Hmm. Question is, does he have the 30000 I know I've heard that. I think the answer is yes, he does. But more than that, why don't you pay it? Like I said, that resentment and that spite, hmm, make adults act like kids when they fight. And it's crazy because it's happening. All right, this is a story. I don't know if it was hilarious or it was sad. I thought it was hilariously sad, actually, but let's read it. I saw the headline, um, 13 white people invited to the cookout. All right, so this was an opinion piece by my boy Torre, who I actually know, uh, respect to Torre. But boy, I was like, what? This is what we do? All right. Okay. Now, I'm reading through the article because I'm like, that headline, 13 white people invited to the cookout. And I don't know where we are in our social space and our social commentary in terms of race for real. Like, we ain't keeping it 100, so everybody out there ain't just talking the real. You can't talk the real. I mean, it ostracizes so many when you talk about race, right? But you also got to look at the situation like, man, we're not talking the real. At the same time, you imagine if a headline said 13 black people invited to the country club. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Like, oh, where they do that at, right? So let's talk about that because that's where I always take things. And and am I the only one that does that? I literally give the converse. I, I literally flip things as soon as I hear them. And when I hear it that way, I'm like, God, dog. Fuzzy Zeller in this motherfucker. <laughs> like, what you, what y'all talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? All right, so Torre did explain himself at least. So let's talk about the explanation. All right, my boy said, uh, it takes a lot for a white person to be a to be cookout worthy. I'm talking about the mythical cookout. Okay, so we're we're in some more fictional space. Okay, duh, a critical black space where the entire culture comes together as one and communes in peace and love. It's a place where we can luxuriate in black culture and blackness. If we invite too many white people, we risk ruining it. <laughs> ruining it. The overwhelming blackness of the space is the point. That said, we all know that there are some white people who are part of the extended family or who have given us some extraordinary example of allyship that makes them cookout worthy. And here are 13 people who I think should get in. <laughs> and there were 13 people in there. It was like Tina Marie or something, you know, cause she could sing. Oh man. So I was like laughing. And then I was like, damn, I was like, as long as it's good for, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. If all sides can do this, then let's go. Um, cause you know me, I'm, 
I'm a fan of freedom of speech. Uh, so, oh man, uh, Michael McDonald should have been in there. I know that. Um, let's talk about the, the fact that this is really a thing and it doesn't seem like it's a universal thing, right? Uh, there is a BET, but there's not a WET, <laughs> but people say mainstream media is WET. So I've heard that pushback. Um, how y'all feel about that? If you saw 13 black people invited to the country club as a headline and an article, would you be like, oh, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Or you'd be like, what the funk is going on around here? Right. It got to be universal to me. That's my first rule. Second rule is. It was hilarious, so let's have some fun with it. All right, 13 white people that should be invited. Um, uh, white chocolate does in the name. Like, people like that, right? <laughs> it's stupid. Um, I know what he's saying. Uh, Max Kellerman, my dog. Max, go get in. <laughs> Y'all stupid. Uh, all right, 13 black people invited to the country club. Me? Damn it. I know I'm getting in. <laughs> um, I know what they're trying to say. They're trying to say, like, real cornbread or white people love them. Um Clarence Thomas, they would clown. They would do that. Um, I don't know who else would they say would get up in there. Um, Clarence Thomas, certainly. Uh, oh, Candace Owens, they would clown. They would go there on her. Um, yeah, I'm up in there. Whitlock, Jason Whitlock for sure. <laughs> y'all so stupid. Man, look, I have no problem with this. Uh, I want to know what problems y'all have with it or no problems at all. This is really one of those feedback ones, kind of almost like a Q&A. But um, is it cool for everybody to do it? That's the conversation I want to have. Because it just don't seem that way. Don't seem like y'all let everybody get in on the cookout, at least in the conversation. All right, y'all. Let's get to a Wiley-ism. Y'all know what this one is. Don't show up to practice on the red carpet. Woo, my boy, Mike Boyle said that to me one day. Don't show up to practice on the red carpet. And I was like, damn, that is deep. Don't let these distractions lead you to where you're supposed to be working. Mm. That's why cats always got to say, trying to stay humble. You hear, you hear a lot of people who are successful just, just trying to stay humble, right? Trying to stay humble. Why are they trying to stay humble? They're trying to stay humble because it's hard as hell. To wake up in that velvet robe and, you know, the velvet sheets <laughs> and satin sheets and, you know, your room is just hooked up with amenities and you got people and handlers and everything is manicured in your life and it's well-groomed, no sharp edges. And you got to do all these events. And you got to be all these different places and appearances. And then you also got to get your work in, that grind, right? What about you? You know, old girl called you, boo-boo called you, and you're like, damn, that's a distraction right now because I know I'm supposed to be grinding. I'm supposed to be working. I got this project to do. I'm supposed to be at work at 9 o'clock. She talking about something else, and it's 843. <laughs> Y'all know. Don't show up to practice on the red carpet. So I've always been a guy that's been able to and I think excessively discipline myself. I actually think if most people were in my head, they would think it was torture because I can't literally put fun before work and I torture myself. Like I come home when I was growing up and I had a new tape, one of those, you know, BDP, Karis One's new tape. And I would literally not open it until I did my homework. And the reason I got to that place is because I used to not do my homework and watch the Dukes of Hazard. Told y'all I'm getting invited to the country club. Or <laughs> uh, I will watch uh, different strokes or watch Transformers and then try to do my homework. And like anybody, like everybody, I'm human. 
tired, boss. <laughs> like anybody, ah, oh, man, I can't finish this because used up all my time watching something else. Then I flipped that order and I don't feel I got any smarter, but my grades got better and everything got easier. Then I was like, shoot, it's a wrap, you know, and I always tell my kids this, man, do what you're supposed to do so you can do what you want to do. And I wanted to listen to them tapes. <laughs> so to listen to those tapes, I had to first put that grind in and put that in. So y'all don't show up to practice on the red carpet. Don't do it. Put the work first. And then everything else seems easier and being real without you doing any more, it's going to seem better. All right, y'all, that's going to do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Y'all want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcel Swally. More to it is a production. Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Marcel Swally, that dude. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for all the love. Subscriptions, five-star ratings, reviews, membership program, MarcelSwally.com, ProjectTransition.org. You guys are all in with me. That dude's dudes and that dude's divas. I am working this because it's funny. We got that new show coming where y'all going to be on the show. It's y'all show, members show. So what y'all want to do, let's do it. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it coming. There's more coming from more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back for me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.